0: Processes and see some hanging around with a weird status and using no resources at all. You don't know if you should remove them or not. Then you try removing them and it doesn't work. In this episode, we're going to discuss zombie processes. I'm Venom, and you're listening to the Nixers Podcast. A zombie process, or more precisely called a defunct process, is a process or thread that has ceased to exist, but that still appears in the process tree. On most Unix-like operating systems, threads have their own process id in the process tree, so there's not much difference. The process tree being a table structure the kernel uses to keep track of processes, and so a defunct process is merely an entry on that table. It doesn't hold up resources, there are no file descriptors tied to it, it only uses the memory necessary to hold the process structure inside the table, which is a relatively large data structure that can be up to one point seven kilobyte on thirty two bit systems. For instance, that structure is named task struct in the Linux kernel as it is held inside a doubly linked list whose root is the init process task struct. So, if you have a bunch of those useless zombie processes, they would just clog the process tree. The real problem is not with the memory usage, though. The issue is because there's a limit of entry for processes that can be held in the process tree, that is the size of the process ID number, and if there are a ton of zombie processes, they might run out of number. On Linux, for instance, that value on 32 build platforms is 32768 which is the maximum value. And for 64-bit system it can be up to 2 power 22 and you can usually configure that uh, in a kernel parameter. And you can take a look at the process tree using the ps3 command or the ps command. And if you use ps-el with the L listing the state of the process, you can notice uh, an uppercase Z for the state when it's when it's a zombie. Now what's that state about? What does it mean for a process to cease to exist? And more importantly, why are those useless processes there in the first place? The state of a process is a value stored in the structure we mentioned earlier, namely the, the one inside the process tree. A process can be in many different states that reflects what it's currently doing, switching from one state to the other in a sort of directed graph manner. And for example, a process can be in a running state, a stopped state, a sleeping state, a dead state, or defunct state. The value we see when we run ps-l is one of those. So being in a zombie state means that the process has finished execution, but that the return status of the execution of that process is still there waiting for it to be taken by another process. A process finishes executing, has completed its job when the exit system call is reached. The process should be in a terminated state, but it hangs there waiting to be cleaned. So why is it waiting? To understand that, we have to take a look, a look at what happens when the exit system call is reached, when the underscore exit is reached for a POSIX system. So there are two cases. The first one is when the parent of the process has set a SA no child wait flag, or has set the action for the sig child signal to signal ignore. In that case the status info of the process is discarded, its lifetime ends immediately, and if the parent process is blocked because it's waiting for children and there's no more children, then that function and the parent shall fail. The other case is when that sa no child wait flag isn't set in the parent and the signal children hasn't been set to signal ignore in the parent. The status info of the process is generated, the process is transformed into a zombie process so that the info stays available for the parent. And once the parent or a threat in the parent has obtained that information via a wait uh, type of system call, the lifetime of the process ends and finally a sick ch- child signal is sent to the parent. And from this, we can understand that it's actually the parent that makes the zombie wait until it's able to fetch and acknowledge it has got the information it needs. When in that sort of finished execution but waiting state, the process is a zombie. Now, you get why when you set the flag to not wait or ignore signals sent from children, there's no zombie. Normally, well-written programs will immediately wait for the children processes to read their status, and zombies won't stay zombies for a long time. But that's not always the case. If a parent doesn't call a wait-like system call, the process will stay as defunct, and if this parent dies, then the process becomes an orphan process, which means it will be reparented to the PID1, the init process. The init process then periodically reaps such processes. So orphan processes are always adopted by the init process. And seeing a lot of those zombie processes is probably an indicator that there's something wrong in the program, that there's a bug. And I, I say might because there's a weird case when a software may choose to not reap children on purpose so that they don't spawn another child with the same PID. But that's not too relevant or, nor common because you could enable the randomization of the PID generation on some Unix system, it's even enabled by default on some. And even so, the PID on Unix systems are usually allocated sequentially until it runs out of value and then it restarts at 0 and then reassign them again increasing. So that's it. So what are good programming practices to avoid zombies? You can set the SA no child weight as a flag to the sig action on the parent process, which is the new version of the deprecated signal system called counterpart. And for for more information you can go back to the podcast about signals. The other one is to redirect SIG child to, to SIG ignore, to simply ignore them. And let's just remember that this SIG child is received whenever a child dies. We mentioned all those earlier. So And the case you truly want to handle the children, then you could call a wait-like system call inside the sick child signal handler, so whenever a child dies, you receive the signal and it's assured to be removed correctly from the process tree. In other cases, zombies may appear for a longer period of time because they'll be waited on periodically if you don't want it to be asynchronous inside the signal handler. And another trick if you don't want to clean up children nor wait for them is to make them grandchildren instead of children, that is forking them twice and then killing the child which will make the grandchildren intentionally an orphan and will be inherited by the PID-1, the init system, thus assured to be reaped later on and not stay zombie. Okay, but what if you have those zombie processes already in your system? Is there a way to clean them up? Those defunct processes don't respond to signals, and so you can't send them any to nudge them. You could check what is the parent of those defunct processes. If it's the init system, then you don't have to worry about it, you can wait a bit until they get cleaned automatically. On some unix systems you can even send a sick child to the init system and it will directly clean all zombies under it. But what if it's not under it? You could try manually sending the sick child signal to the parent and let it handle the cleaning. However, it might not. It might have overridden that signal and might have other other unwanted effects. Then, if you don't want the parent running, you could simply kill it so that the children get reparented in it. Otherwise, the best way to get rid of children is to reap them manually by forcing a weight. On Solaris, for example, there's the PREAP command that will force the parent of the process to call waitID on it. On other systems there might even be a wait comment, which takes a PID and waits for it. Isn't that handy? Overall, if those defunct processes persist all day and then it's your choice or you keep reaping them manually or you wake up and fix the buggy code that generates them. It's hilarious that whenever someone discusses defunct-slash-zombie-processes, they have to employ ton of metaphors. I've seen that everywhere while doing this research. I've heard of a naughty parent process, an irresponsible parent process, a negligent parent never calls weight. You can't kill a zombie, how can you kill something which is already dead? A try to assassinate the zombie process, a death certificate. So the metaphor is also joined with the orphan metaphor, with terms like adoption and parent. But remember that metaphors are just tools to help people figure out how to navigate in the world. They aren't one-to-one relations. Maybe the name zombie was a bad choice because it implies that the processes are bad and that you should kill them all, which is not the case. Zombies are okay. So that's it for this podcast. This was a rather quick and simple episode for a fast and simple but sometimes confusing topic. So remember that zombies aren't bad once you get to know them. And yeah, it was Venom for the Nixers Podcast. (laughs)